0: my name is the lovely Paldoski, and with me is the handsome we.
1: Tessa Baker.
0: And without further ado, let's dive right into this shenanigan with our sunscreen and quarantine, toilet paper, bat paper, cat paper any type of kidnap, and, uh, you know, we're all try to find our marbles here, because we're all going batshit fucking lunatic crazy here, and, uh, we still got some nice gray skies that just look down on us, and then there's nice weather that looks at us and go, what are you doing? Anyway, returning (laughs) guest is Christopher Weld. You may remember Christopher from, uh, last year, I believe, around, uh sort of this time i think it was more july but anyway we were talking to him about a his feature film the warren so without further ado here's christopher welcome back on
2: hey thanks for having me i appreciate it
0: hey you're very welcome so so what have you been up to chris um has uh the warren been uh you know been kicking it because last i think we spoke we uh you were mentioning like some film festivals and a distribution deal or something, or I think that's what we're going on.
2: Yeah. I, I believe I, I entered the luring into, um, I forget what festival it was. Um, the, the, the Motor City Horror Festival and the motor, yeah, the Motor City Horror Film Festival or something like that. And, uh, we actually won best thriller, uh, feature, which was, you know, I unexpected and we, we were obviously very grateful for that. And we got a distri- distribution deal um, worldwide distribution and the United States uh, there's two different companies. Well, we actually played in Turkey of all countries. Um, I, I didn't know. go there to, to see it, <laughs> but it played um, and it's going to be released as far as I know in June um, on VOD. Um, I don't know what platforms I'm assuming Amazon prime. Um, it, maybe some other platforms I'm not sure, but you know, when you, when you sell your film to be distributed, you don't, they can do whatever they want. They can shelve it. They can, they can release it. They can change the title. They can change the poster. We have no control. And being that this is the, um, the COVID-19, uh, pandemic, things are obviously very weird right now, even with online content. So I don't know if they're going to keep that date or not. You, You know, it's, i'll I'll reach back out to them maybe sometime in may um yeah it's 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 kind of there's a lot of unknowns right now but it will be released thank god
0: yes thank god for that and um congratulations on your victory by the way and uh thank like you. i said last time is uh still can't wait to see it when it does get released because it sounds like a really cool thing and um you know it was shot in my home state, so why not, right? <laughs> Got to yeah, appreciate that homage.
2: Yeah, we actually—I forgot to mention that we actually had a screening of it in Massachusetts. There was a a group that, um, kind of met me by by way of my cinematographer, um, Amanda McGrady, and uh, they were actually interested in the the women that were portrayed in the film and, and their involvement as crew members, which I thought was really cool. Um, and so we showed it at, I think it's called the Sunshine. I don't know where it is somewhere, Somerville, we showed it in Somerville and that was a lot of fun. So seeing it on the big screen again w- was really cool. It's a one night thing just for our film and uh, raise money for their organization. And so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it on VOD as well. So
0: oh awesome awesome and um so here we are where you know everybody's suffering or at least some people i should say because you know some of us aren't really ethanol workers or whatever so um unfortunately we can't still work and stuff like that but anyway so you made this new short film And you can correct me here, but I find it to be like a horror comedy uh, politician type of... uh I guess madness film. I, I I that might not even be the correct word. And but after watching it, it's just it's one of those things where you definitely got to look at your partner, like I did with Tessa and to start shaking your head while laughing because you know, like this is this is way too funny and you can't take it seriously. So. Yeah,
1: we were both like watching it and we were just like shaking our heads and laughing.
2: It's definitely one <laughs>
1: like of those little short. Film horror films that you just can't take seriously, but it's in a yeah. good way. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: It kind of it kind of like takes you away from the stress, reality. the stress of reality and stuff like that, and it just kind of makes you laugh. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a ridiculous kind of funny.
0: Yeah, it yeah. is like uh, five minutes and. Ten seconds, something around that neighborhood. Anyway, I know it's less than six minutes, but yeah, talk to us about your uh, your new skit that you did. Quarantine <laughs> sunscreen.
2: Yeah, uh, I someone wrote me this line, and I thought it 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 uh, represents uh, the film perfectly. They said a uh, quarantine sunscreen is pure stupidity thickly wrapped in a layer of complete what the fuck. <laughs> and I, I thought <laughs> they were right. I thought that person got it perfect. And so <laughs> I've been kinda of telling people that's what it is. It's pure stupidity thickly wrapped in a layer of complete what the fuck. I mean it's that's what it is. It's um it's a you know, obviously it's about this guy who pretty much lost it and um it kept my sanity because it gave me a purpose, gave me a reason to to do something um and I'm just having a you know fun time. I just launched it. I premiered it yesterday, so it's only been like a day, but so far, people are writing me saying that it's you know hilarious and whatever and and if I could just make people laugh for five to six minutes i'm you know that's great, and so <laughs> it's it really is very ridiculous and I, and I'm happy to say that it is and it makes me feel good when people uh understand that and get it. <laughs>
0: Well, for us, it was like 10 minutes because after we walked the first time, we had to
2: rewatch it again. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a head scratcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, and I wanted to also kind of poke fun of, of what's going on in, in the uh, political arena. Um, it's, you know, I go on Trump's Facebook page and there are. I'm not making fun of people that support Trump, but there are people that are re- super religious and they're, you know, praising God and Trump and saying, you know, God made Trump our president and all this stuff. And and even if my candidate won Bernie Sanders, I, I wouldn't be saying that, well, I'm not religious, but even if I were like, I, I some people are just so crazy mixing their religion and their, worship of trump for and it's sh- it's it's ludicrous so i took some of that stuff that i was reading and i made one of the characters in quarantine sunscreen to speak like that to, to act, it's almost verbatim people people were literally saying uh the the same thing that one of the characters you know the little army guy was saying how he's uh god-given <laughs> like that, <you> know, people <laughs> were thinking that <laughs> uh-uh uh,
0: you know what just for you saying that I gotta this is this is gonna be so funny, but I think you'll get what why I'm saying this too so chris can can we safely maybe say, have you ever thought about now for a sequel and maybe this one can just be called quarantine Weissel?
2: <laughs> oh man uh I yeah I, I might I might do another film that's kind of like this. Because, you know, I, I'm in my apartment. What else am I going to do? What else am I going to really shoot? I can't right. go to a location. And, uh, I was thinking about maybe kind of bringing up the whole disinfecting your body. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's complete stupidity. I mean, you know, and, and he's, he's our president and he's telling, he's honestly thinking out loud that can't we just, Put those disinfectants in our body, like, 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 like. That's like a three-year-old. A three-year-old may might come up with something like that. But a, the president? I mean, seriously, he's supposed to be the smartest guy in the room. He's not. <laughs> he's not. So, and and yet, but wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: He never said that, or he would be in sarcastic, or he would joking about it. He wanted to make sure that the news media was listening. Like, what yeah. does that mean? What do you mean? If, the, if he wanted to make sure that the media was less listening, of course they're
2: listening. Yeah, uh, he, he obviously. I mean, like, there's video. I mean, he, you know, he said it, and then and then people started to take. They would swallow these disinfectants, thinking, "Oh, the president." I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how stupid these people are, and I and I hope they're okay. But what the fuck are you thinking? You know, to ingesting disinfectant. I mean, it's just it, it's it's mind it's mind-boggling. And like, and and you know, to be honest, I really wanted to capture that kind of madness, that absolute craziness. So when when the army guy is speaking like that, you're not quite sure if he's believing it or not. I mean, some of these people, I can't believe that they they the way that they write and praise the president. It's it's just incredible, and I and I'm like, is this satire? Like I'm not quite sure. So you know, I kind of try to capture this nuttiness happening and just threw it in different ways in my short little film.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like people would rather listen to what President Trump's advice is over, like you know, somebody who from CDC or a doctor or something. It's like they somehow overnight made president Trump the, the expert
2: in everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause he, he comes off like he pretends that he's the smartest guy. I mean, there was one time when he was being asked, um, I don't know, whatever question and he turns it on to him and, and, and he's like, you know, I've been working tirelessly. No one's been working harder than me. And he goes, Oh, and maybe some of the doctors and Mike Pence. And then he starts kind of, naming some other people that have worked really hard also but he made it seem like he was the hardest worker up there and if it was any other president you might believe him but it was it's it's him you know he's he if you're tweeting you're not busy You, you know like like you're the fucking president you should maybe start like i don't know doing something and stop praising yourself and it's just, it's just ridiculous, and it, I, I just find it it's okay to have one crazy person, but when people are following him and praising him like he's God-given and all this, like, divine intervention, you know, led to him being our president, that fucking scares me, but, in it, but it's also hilarious because it's, <laughs> it's just it's funny. People honestly think that God chose him to be our president. They honestly think that, and it's beyond me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, clearly they, these people also missed the uh, the conversation he did where he was talking about, well, for the old people that are dying and everything else, make sure you hold on until November so you can get your vote in for me. <laughs> but then after that, you can die, and we're just going to remember you for uh, your...
2: Patriotism. Yeah.
0: For your vote, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: He has
1: the habit of saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go on. He has the worst habit of saying all the wrong things at the most ridiculous times. Like the worst times that you could possibly say something wrong. He does it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm. He has diarrhea of the mouth. I just can't handle him. I just, I can't. Anytime I hear him talking, I just, I roll my eyes and I'm like, oh God, here we go. What's, what's President Trump going to say now? You know? And then Paul. I think
2: you're right. (laughs) He's got diarrhea of the mouth.
1: About the whole thing that you guys were just talking about, about the people inject, like injecting or drinking disinfectant the other day. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. seriously, how fucking stupid do you have to be to listen to this fucking man? Like, if everybody who followed him actually listened to him, there and 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 drank the disinfectant, there would be a whole lot of people dead.
0: Well, it's like that cult thing, you know. We get, the cult people get I think together. He is a cult leader. Well, I think he is. <laughs> but He could definitely get away with being one. Just get every trumpster together. Have him. Have him fill each cup of tea, uh, Hawaiian punch, whatever, with, like, rat poison or disinfectant. Bleach. And then, <laughs> and b- bleach, and, like, all he would have to say is, this is going to cure you, and then just down it. And then, you know, then there goes the whole cult.
1: Yeah, if you you believe in me, and, you know, you believe in our cause, and blah, 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 you'll drink this, and they'll do it.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean it's it's just crazy that people are paying attention to him and listening to him and you know to to bring it back to the film for a second when the army guy is saying that he cares about the middle class there are people out there that honestly are defending this president and they're saying that he's defend and he's for the middle class meanwhile they just passed I think it's over 4 $4.5 dollars they gave to Wall Street. They weren't thinking, so so we don't have universal health care, but they could but because what, we can't afford it? And yet they give four point five trillion dollars to Wall Street. And so when these people that I that I see online they're saying, Oh, he cares about the middle class, like keep going. It's comical. It's 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 fucking comical that, that these people are they're I don't understand how they believe that when $4.5 trillion went to Wall Street during for the stimulus. And because instead of giving people help, you know, it's just beyond me.
1: Because there's people out there that think he's the greatest fucking thing in the whole world. And they're so yeah. blind and oblivious that they don't see him for what he really is. And yeah. he's this, you know... He well he should, gave
0: us twelve hundred bucks. I mean oh, come on now.
1: Oh oh come so on. we oh so we should just be you know, be grateful and think he's the greatest fucking thing in the world because he gave us twelve hundred bucks. We deserve yeah. a lot more than that. I oh, mean, yeah. and that's
2: our that's our money. You know, it's tax dollars. Yeah, exactly. He's basically exactly.
1: giving us our freaking money that we, you know, sweat and bleed for and everything, work our asses off for. He's basically yeah giving it back to us. He's not he's like not some like fucking savior or anything like that. He's, if anything, he's like the fucking antichrist in disguise, walking around, you know, waving his little stick of power.
0: Yeah. That's why he wants to get back in the office again, so he can do it all over oh, again. Oh,
1: what? So he can fuck up the country even more?
2: Basically. yeah. Oh,
1: gosh.
2: Well, that's that's what's going on, and it's Uh,
1: I'm sorry. I get going when people talk about Trump. And I have friends who, we both have friends that are Trump supporters. And we Mm. try not to talk about politics with them. But, you know, it's just like, Trump doesn't care about anybody but himself and people he can make money with. Like rich people. Other than that, he doesn't give a shit about middle class. He doesn't give a shit about poor class. He doesn't give a shit about anybody that's below him in by his standards. He doesn't give a shit, and anybody yeah. who says that he does has fucking rocks in their fucking head.
0: Well, well, look at what the latest news is. I don't know if Christopher heard about it, but oh, but this is the latest news now. Okay, you ready for this? This sounds like a like like what I was just talking about with the whole cult thing and everybody dropping dead because they're saying, uh, you know, or all he would have to do is say drink this if you want to be cured or whatever. Anyway, so the latest news now is President Trump does not want to extend the uh the lockdown. So what he wants to do now is by the time the down is lifted, which is uh next Thursday, and he wants to go to Arizona and other places to start rally with thousands of supporters in a big group, and go from there.
1: It's going to blow up in his fucking face. So,
0: <laughs> so if this doesn't say, hey, I don't give a fuck that if you're infected or not, come and help show your support. Let's get everybody infected so then once you go home from the rally, you can just spread it even yep. faster.
1: And then we'll go right back into fucking quarantine again. Like yeah. that.
2: Well, I mean, and and those people that are going to get sick or, you know, they're going to support them regardless. And so it's, they don't, they, they do this right in front of our faces. They're they're when, when they did the first stimulus check, I didn't understand why the progressives didn't just join together and say, you know what, we're not going to vote for this bill, even though people need a, uh, to be bailed out, meaning the middle class, but we should first take care of the middle class. Then we can worry about wall street. And they didn't do that. So a lot of people, uh, even though we should blame Trump and the Republicans the Democrats voted for this fucking thing and yeah. so that's what's really scary so but the progressives who are now bitching about it and I understand the pressure to have to vote for something because you know people need money and they needed they needed help but they should have said no we're not going to vote let's take an, let's just take an extra couple of days to talk this out let's just let's just separate the two let's let's help middle class people first and then we could worry about Wall Street. They, they could have made a major case for that. And I think they, should, they, they could have changed things. But, you know, they didn't. And so a lot of Democrats now are, you know, they're, they're kind of talking both sides of their mouth. And yet, you know, they're the ones that gave Wall Street all this fucking money. But they blame the Republicans because it's good PR for them. But, and the Republicans are, are, are lying to their constituents saying that this is going to help them. And and so these so then these people believe them and then they they get their support. So even if they went to Arizona and did a did a rally, and if people got sick, those same people would still support them. They're so brainwashed. It's it's and they know it. That's why they're going to do it. They don't give a shit. Well,
0: well, that already kind of started to happen. We saw. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh Shit.
0: I forget what state it was, but that one lady that tested positive went out and did a protest yeah. for the stay-at-home thing. So so how many of those people did she just infect because she was stupid and didn't self-quarantine herself. Yeah.
1: This is yeah. why I hate politics. And exactly. this is why I think our government's a crock of shit. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, well. Well, that that's why when when I first did uh the short film, I it had nothing had really no politics involved and I and I sent it to a friend of mine, I said, you know, we just like, we're looking at it, just laughing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to post it, whatever. But then like I started, I mean, I've always been political, but I've always, but then I was like listening to Trump and going on his page. And I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I just put in some, you know, poking fun at Trump, but in a way that's maybe not seen, like it's easy to make fun of Trump and a lot of people do it, but I wanted to do it. You
1: wanted to do it in a political way. praising
2: him, but it's clearly I'm not, you know, and and it's just, it's ridiculous to hear that that someone would say that he is for the middle class and it, but yet so anyway so i i decided to make even though my film is completely ridiculous i i wanted to make fun of what's of the you know political scope because uh it's just it does affect us and and we're we're in quarantine because the government is telling us to stay in which i agree i agree with that but it's a very weird time and and i just wish that the government was taking care of us and they're not so they tell us to all go home don't make money don't do this don't do that and then right in front of us they take they put all the money into wall street and they somehow they lie to us through media to tell us oh it's for our benefit and here's a little here's a few crumbs for you you know (laughs) it's like it's people
0: yeah and then meanwhile for like people like us um to add on to what you're saying is Yet we still need to pay for our groceries. We still need to figure out how to pay for rent, our utilities, you know. And the whole nine, the whole nine. And some of us, some people, still haven't received their stimulus or unemployment, or maybe they can't even get those at all because of whatever reason. But you know, there's then there's that, and it's it's scary. And then you hear people are getting kicked out of their place all because they can't afford rent or really Or anything. they
1: refuse to sleep with the landlord.
2: Yeah, because that, yeah. now that's a thing. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that people are saying that obviously rent and mortgages should be frozen, and that could be tacked on at the end of the of the lease or the mortgage, whatever. Um, but if, if there are states that don't, by law, make it where you don't have to pay for your rent and mortgage, the, the, the banks, the, the, the landlords, these, these people could actually tell their customers and say, you know what, I'm not going to be a dick, and you don't have to worry about your rent for the next three, three months. I'm going to tack that on. I'm going to extend your lease for three months. And, so, and, and if this quarantine happens for four months, I'll just put that on another month. You know, people could choose not to be a dick. And, and it's a real test. They're acting as if like the government needs to make a law. Yeah, I understand the government should do that. But how about it's also the responsibility of these, these banks and these landlords. They could also take it upon themselves to say, I don't need the law. I could, I could just help people. I can just freeze their fucking month, uh, you know, their, their rent for three months. I don't need the government to tell me to do something that I should just do as a human being. And they're not and they're not doing it. And it's like it's like, oh well, well the government didn't tell me I, I, I had to do it, so pay me. Fuck you, pay me. You know? <laughs> it's just like yeah. for what? You know, for what? <laughs> you uh-huh. know what? I mean like really are like how rich I mean, the, the people that own that, that are collecting rent, you know, they're they're doing okay. You, you know, they're 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 fine. They they can survive.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. But uh, so what's um, let's, we'll cut your film a little bit more. So after this little chat with the army men and the uh, what was it, the deer head on the wall and
2: yeah, deer head uh, and the uh, the little evil doll.
0: Yeah, yeah we ha- yeah we're gonna the evil doll a little bit. So what was going on with her? Just like I don't want to say too much, but like um. What Jeez. was the message behind that, I guess? Were there some sort of message behind her acting the way she was?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so obviously everything's in his head, and his head is having a tug of war because he wants to procrastinate, but yet he really should be working on his website. But deep down inside, he knows that no one's going to buy his services. And so, therefore, these toys are trying to grab his attention. And when you get to the part with the evil doll, the evil doll is basically him in a way, because she's saying how people on social media are driving her crazy and how she just, cause you know, most people are spending their time on Facebook or whatever. And you start reading these ridiculous memes or videos or, you know, all this, you're inundated with all this crap. And and I found myself, you know, on Facebook more than I usually am because, you know, what the hell else am I going to fucking do? And and I just thought, my God, like there, there's, some of these people are driving me fucking crazy. Like like they want me to, I don't know, partake in their in their vlog. And it's like, and I feel guilty. I'll click on, there's like 14 people watching. I'm like, okay, like I, I don't want to click off because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I feel bad, so now I got to, sit through an hour of them, you know, making eggs or whatever the fuck it is, you know? And, and and it's like, so, you know, basically she is representing his state of mind in relation to social media. And she just wants to get the fuck out just like he does. But there's this inner struggle, obviously, because we're not allowed to go out. And if you do go out, you have to practice social distancing, you have to wear a mask, you have to do all these things. And so there's obviously, and even if you do go out, it's not like going out like it was before the quarantine. You know, when you, you know, I would go out, you'd spend a half a day outside, let's say, going to different places or whatever. Now it's like you're lucky to do it for an hour, at least here in Brooklyn, you know, New York City. So there's a different kind of, uh, you know, mentality in terms of Manhattan, you know, Manhattan, Brooklyn, you know, uh, New York City than it is, let's say, in Vermont. Um, And so our outside time is, you know, a lot shorter, whatever. And, well, uh, you, so, you, you know, a, she just represents that.
0: Do you guys have a curfew?
2: No, we don't have a curfew. They were kind of thinking about it and talking about it, but I mean, they just today, I think they just talk talked about how for the first time ever they're, they're going to stop the near the, 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 uh, transit, the, um, the subway. So from like, I think from like maybe from one, a m to five a m some you know don't quote me, but it 's between some time they're going to close down the subway to disinfect it, which you know they 've never done, and so that will without a doubt i mean that puts kind of like a curfew on new york city um, but it's it's not a curfew i mean you can walk out whenever you want, but you know they're very conscious the police are to if you 're if you're not practicing social distancing, they'll come up to you and they'll say, hey, can you, you know, they're very polite. And I've, I've never had this happen to me because uh, it's, you know, just me usually when I'm walking outside. But, um, but, you know, but there is a police presence there and no one's really breaking the rules, but, you know, they're, they're making sure that people are practicing it. But yeah, I mean, New York um, Times Square is, is empty. I mean, I've seen live video of, of uh, people shooting at night and there's these these streets are bare. So it's <laughs> it's a ghost town in a town that has never been a ghost town, you know? I mean, 24 hours a day, certain parts of the city is pumping. There's no sleep. And uh, to see it, to see New York City like this is very weird. It's like a blackout. It's just a very weird time.
0: Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. I mean, New York. New York is just known for, you know, the, the state that never sleeps, really, because yeah. it, it's always doing something. And um so, okay, uh well, that's very interesting, because I was wondering a little bit of what was going on with the creepy doll, but I think I was starting to understand a little bit by the time the the second playthrough when I was uh, watching, I uh, w- was kind of piecing more and more together with it. And mm-hmm. then, so the last thing I'm trying to figure out is, which I think you might have answered it. So um, otherwise, um, maybe elaborate a little bit if possible. But near the end, too, when we get to that ridiculous, uh, upbeat music with all yeah. the fees and stuff are like, having a good time traveling. Now, yeah, that. Yeah your subconscious mind basically saying like this is what it used to be like like traveling to places that's kind of like what you said but now it's like you know now
2: you can't really do that yeah I mean there she's obviously saying uh to Freddie in the film that she wants to get the fuck out of here the walls are closing in on her and she, um and he's saying you know obviously you can't go and she breaks out and there's this sense of euphoria and just complete, you know, it's a beautiful day. I made sure I, I amped up the, the, um, the colors, the saturation to, you know, it's just a gorgeous, you know, and we met, I miss going outside or having the freedom to do that. And it's just, uh, I just thought it'd be kind of funny to make it very upbeat and, and just, you know, hilarious to me, at least to, uh, you know, these toys having like a great time, like a, like a music video type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I mean, I also, you know, making this film, I mean, it's, I think what I like about what I've done is that it's, it's completely stupid, but the more you watch it, it actually, there's stuff going on. There's layers of shit going on. Like there's, it's political. It's, it's talking about the realities of, the stressing, stressing out with social media and how everyone's on Facebook now and everyone is, is doing their thing and it's, and it's great and it's bad at the same time. And so it kind of talks about, I think, real things in a very funny way, but it's, you know, it's kind of like an onion, you know, when you peel it, you're like, oh, there's actually something, there's layers to this. I mean, it's, it still maintains its complete stupidity and I'll never, you know, leave that, but there is actually somewhat intelligence, uh, you know, mixed in the fray. And, uh, and so that's why, you know, I, I, I had a lot of fun making it. And it's, I, you know, I'm hoping that it's going to create some sort of conversation and, you know, and and people can laugh and whatever. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's very weird. And I, and I love weird shit. I mean, this is a weird time. <laughs> it's a very weird time, so why not make something that's super weird?
1: <laughs> I will definitely agree with you. It's definitely one of those um horror shorts that's fun to like pick apart and peel back <laughs> the layers. So it's um, it's very interesting in that respect, despite the ridiculous amount of stupidity. But like I said, it's in a good way,
2: yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even, even with there's a line in, in the film, I mean, it's a six-minute film where it's, like, I, I'm pretty much going to, like, read the whole script by the time this uh, interview is done. But, but there's a line in the film where one of the characters says, if you believe in unicorns, things will become real or something to that effect. And it's a fun, nonsensical line. It doesn't mean really anything. But it kind of does because it goes back to the political uh, stuff that we were talking about if if you believe in unicorns, then you'll believe that Trump is for the middle class. Th- that's really what I'm saying. And, and I'm not saying that someone's going to watch my film and come up with that conclusion or, you know, maybe that's just for me because I did it. But if someone was asking, which, you know, I'm asking myself, but it's, it, you know, we're just kind of talking about layers. Like, there, there, there is stuff that I intentionally put in there that is meant to get noticed maybe the second or third time around, and then there's stuff in there that's, you know, really for me, but, um, it, we, we, there, we are living in a, in a time when we are sold complete bullshit and the, and and you'll buy it if you believe in bullshit. So if you believe in unicorns, you'll buy this bullshit. And, 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 you know, I mean, and then I do it in a way that's obviously it's, it's ridiculous and it's, you know, it's <laughs> stupid. Um, because but whatever. It, I think I think what makes fun movies fun is when there's actually something there that you can kind of discover and you can maybe kind of piece together and be, oh wait a minute, like I didn't notice that the first time and now, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Like, you know, and um you know, so there's symbolism obviously in there and it's you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, no. Um so I guess Chris is How, how, so so when you were writing this, and I know you were mentioning before too, there was at the time no uh, politics in it and stuff, but when you start to add the politics and then shooting wise, how long did this little short take you and what do you use for equipment? Did you have like your own little camcorder? Did you use a phone?
2: Um, Yeah, no, so I used a, a DSLR and I used a Nikon D7100. And a, and a Rode microphone, um, and the beauty of this project, which I knew going into it, if I didn't like the dialogue, so when he's talking to the army guy, it's all in his mind, and, and so he's not talking on camera, so I knew I can always change or extend that conversation because I didn't have to re-record it, I just had to do the sound, the, you know, the voiceover. When right. he is talking to the evil doll, he's obviously speaking to it, you know, vocally, because I wanted to, I didn't, want the, I didn't want the whole film to be just him thinking it. I wanted him to also, you know, verbally have a conversation, because I felt, I didn't want to go down, I didn't want to dig from that well too long, I, you know, I wanted to kind of change it up a little bit. Um, so I knew going in that I could kind of change it, and as I was editing it, I was editing it on Final Cut Pro, um, and as I was editing it, I, I just thought right now my film had no point. It was just completely nonsensical, just, you know, just out there. And I thought, well, you know, it's more of my style to actually have some sort of point because I think that that's important, at least for me, even if it's surrounded by, um, you know, it being ridiculous, I wanted to have some sort of something point. And so obviously I couldn't stay too far away from, uh, Trump because he's obviously in the news every day and I thought okay let me just kind of poke fun at, at him and and uh and how you know ridiculous I think the the administration is and how two-faced they are um and so you know I was able to change the dialogue that way because I didn't it's not like this the army's guy's face is moving when he's talking or anything like that so you know I kind of go went into it knowing and and I think you know, as a filmmaker, you have to kind of think about, okay, what's my box? My box is I can't really leave my apartment. I can't have anyone really help me. You know, my girlfriend's here, but she's working. She, you know, she works every day, and so she can't really be involved. So I had to really kind of think, okay, what are my parameters, my box? And then I thought, okay, now that I know what my box is, how do I think outside of the box? And that's when I came up with, well, if I have him talking to a character that It's just in his mind that that'll give me opportunities in editing if I don't like something because the conversation was very different from the beginning to it is now. As you know, any filmmaker knows, things can change dramatically. And so, but I wanted to go into production kind of quickly because I wanted to shoot, I wanted to make something, and I wanted to have something that I can show. And writing a script is great, but for me, I needed to actually do a production. So I, you know, I went into it and knowing that I can change things up in editing. And, you know, and I did. And it probably took me about maybe like a month from A to Z. Um, maybe like a month and a week or something like that. Or I don't even know. These days Or – I'm get get—I'm always confused what day it is. <laughs> maybe it took me more than that. I don't even know. <laughs> but uh, it's been fun.
0: Well, that, see, that's the most important thing. So I wish you had fun with it. And it's hilarious. I enjoyed it. Tessa enjoyed it. I mean – like I was telling a few people last night I said hey if you want something to to watch that is ridiculously stupid funny <laughs> then you like stupidly funny in a good way um you need to check this out so hopefully you got a few more views out of it so
2: yeah yeah we'll see i mean uh, i think people are looking for something that's a break and um yeah, you know, I, th- I think also short films. Like when I know everyone's kind of getting into TikTok and all that other stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I I like watching things that have something to it, you, you know. And and so I like watching short films on on YouTube. It's it's fun for me. I, I like to also see what people are doing with in the time of the quarantine because your back is against the wall. Like real, you know. I mean, you have to you have to be so creative now because it's not like we can just go off and shoot a regular film it's so it's it's interesting to me to see what other artists are doing and i i do have to say that i see a lot of you know a certain humor that i think is you know that's good whatever i just wanted to do something different you know i mean everyone's kind of going to like the toilet paper thing and 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 for me i i kind of didn't want to do that because i kind of felt like well you know that's i've seen that that that's a joke that i've kind of seeing a lot around so i kind of want to do something else but you know, maybe for my next film, maybe I'll I'll make fun of the toilet paper shortage or you know, whatever. Um, but it's just good. It's good to see. It's good to see people doing creative stuff, especially now, and to see how creative these people can be without a budget, with inside the quarantine. It, it's just interesting, I, I think. And you know, so film is alive and well, and I'm and I'm just hoping that other people will be creative and to get out of their. Um, their mindset of, of being depressed because that's a real thing. And so I think, you know, if people can be creative and do something to think positive then, or to leave their worries behind for a little bit, I think that's, it It did that for me when I was writing this.
0: Well, that that's good to hear, man. And, you know, I know how we were talking a little bit too last night where I was mentioning how, God, I can't wait for this uh, down to be lifted in the virus to be dealt with more so that we can go back to normal life because I have, like, two short film ideas to do and, like, um, you know, I'm already trying to take a step into the whole safety precaution type of thing because to get to the point where I'm going to have to do it just to get it done... I definitely want everybody to be safe, how I can go about the safety of being outside with everybody, and that way find a place also where it's not very crowded, per se, which I have some ideas already, but it's just a matter of uh, getting people's, um, I don't want to say permission, but like their availability, make sure they're down to do it, considering the risk and um which is like you know be smart about it keep our distance clean everything basically and just just quickly film this like film the scenes and then basically just wipe everything down pack it all up and then call it a day it's basically yeah. the way people got it
2: but yeah no i i think that that's smart i and I, I i but i also think and i agree with you um 100% it, it is scary moving forward with a shoot because of what's going on. And, and so now we've got, as filmmakers, we've got this, like everyone else, we've got this in the back of our head. Um, and when you're planning for a shoot, I mean, it's, it's one thing to think, oh, it might rain. It's a whole other thing to say, well, the government might tell you you can't be outside. And it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I was actually doing a web series called Good Question, which is actually a semi-political show where we take regular people and we ask them thought-provoking questions. And I did one series and we have now I think five videos up. We have six more videos coming and we're gonna and I was planning on um shooting another series and and then all of a sudden this virus thing started to come up on the news and, and people are, are talking, well, they might shut down like they did in China and I'm thinking that that'll never happen. And but I you know, so I was kinda of moving forward in terms of trying to and we're just shooting it, you know, we shoot this in a studio but and I but I you know, I was kinda of, planning on my plan of attack, basically. And I was starting to look at studios, which one did I want to shoot at the same studio like I did before or go to another one. And then all of a sudden, obviously, shit got real with the virus. And I'm like, I dodged a bullet because I didn't put any money down. I didn't really, you know, cross any T's or dot any I's in terms of the scheduling. But, I, but, I, but the momentum was there. And, but, you know, I, I know friends that were actually had everything uh, lockdown, and they had to. I mean, I, I guess the insurance maybe covers things, or but even if it does, to get that momentum as an independent, low-budget filmmaker, that's not easy because half the battle is just picking days and making sure that everything is organized. I mean, obviously raising the money is, but I mean, I don't know how that would work because it's like if I was doing the luring and. We had the lockdown. I don't know what we would have done. I don't know if we, if we would have ever been able to make the film then, you know, even if we pushed it back. So you know, it's, it's a crazy time, even if, when this blows over, moving forward. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like, and it's going to take at least a year or two for people to feel maybe, I don't know, not so worried about it, because every time this year people are going to be thinking, oh, are we going to get another one? Like oh, it's flu season, are we gonna get another covid nineteen like i i I don't know it's gonna take a couple of years for people to not so are people not gonna shoot in the winter like I don't know it's it's a weird it's a weird fucking thing, you know, and so I feel you you know it's it's so well, really-
0: well, I think I know what you're getting at, but um like I was tell like okay so i i've seen myself get beyond Facebook more like you were talking about too. And stuff, but I'm mainly seeing this, looking to see how many dumb people are out there or whatever. Like, what's the next stupid thing that, uh, diarrhea mouth said this time? You know what I mean? And then, Mm -hmm. like, um, uh, shit, I don't really remember the other thing that was going on, but, but once they start talking about reopening the public and stuff like that because it's not supposed to get any worse, blah, 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 or whatever. And then I hear, like, scientists, this guy, or whatever says the second wave is... in. uh, They predict the second wave. And it's just like, well, duh. Does everybody forget about the Spanish flu or, like, anything before that that happened, like, 100 years ago as well? Like, Spanish flu came in three different waves before it was over, and that mm. was like what over a two year a two year uh, thing mm. which killed a lot of people, but mm. you know, and now they're already trying to say that the second wave is starting, which is mm. starting once again in China because mm. they what did they do? they opened the country back up. And I think it was like within that week, they had to, sh- they had to go back into lockdown again. Because <laughs> it was, it was um, doing it all over
2: again. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we never learn. History repeats itself. And people are, are you know, maybe if the governments just took care of their people, people wouldn't be rioting, and they wouldn't be fighting to get outside so, so quickly, and they could actually quarantine, and, and we can suppress this uh, virus but unfortunately they they're giving people crumbs you know these fat rich people are giving the rest of us crumbs so we're so hungry and eager to kind of run out there and you know maybe if they just weren't assholes and they just took care of us then people would stay home but they're not and 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 the rich people they want their cake and they want to eat it too they don't want to give us any real help and yet they're you know, they're saying, well, you got to stay home. It's like, well, I can, I can understand people maybe rioting. I I wouldn't riot and I wouldn't uh, protest like some of these people are doing because they're putting themselves and others at risk. But I, at least I understand where they're coming from. And, and I think the bigger question is, is why aren't, why isn't the government, why is the government giving wall street $4.5 trillion and not helping those people to stay home? Because, you know, I mean, obviously we go down like that political outrage again, but it's, you know, it's just—it's just absurd to me. Um, what's going on? And exactly, I, I just went on a tangent. I'm not quite sure of what, how I connected this to what you were saying, but <laughs> no. Uh, it's, well, you're
0: right. You're right. You're completely 100 percent right. And it's just—you know—it's just what it is today. It's we finally get to see how the government really. Sh- thinks of us even though there is other pe- there is those people that will bat the eye and say oh they care about us like we were talking about and then like you know they give us the money and it's just like oh well think but like really like this is it like this is all you're going to give us and then like you're saying and then now there's talk about um, they want to do that other stimulus package or they want to freeze the rent mortgage crap but they're talking about like in uh two thousand a month now for four months i think it was or a year i forget how they worded it but anyway yeah but okay so what so what is that going to do for us because it's 1200 meant 4.5 trillion for wall street and what is that for i don't know what to say wall street again well anyway I don't want to keep going into the politics, because this would be one long-ass episode of discussing about how stupid this is, anyway, nonetheless. But, (laughs) let's just say, so Chris, uh, where can people see your quarantine sunscreen right
2: now?
1: And find you.
2: And find Uh you. Well... They can, they can do it in a couple ways, I guess. They can uh, go to YouTube and they can type in quarantine sunscreen on the first video that comes up. But probably the best way to do it, easiest maybe, well, maybe not easiest, I don't know, um, is to go to my website, which is kpictures.com, like the letter K, and they can find the the, the film under my film section. Um, you know, they just, to do, they just have to kind of search the site a little bit and, you know, they'll find it. I have other short films. Uh, you know, I have a section called Weird Short Films in my um, my Shorts section. Sec- sec- section. And uh, so they could just, you know, go there. But um, right now, the quarantine sunscreen is the number, you know, comes up first when someone types it in. But if they can't remember that, kpictures.com and just by searching my site. Hopefully, they'll detour my site a little bit and they'll, they'll look within my site at other stuff. You know, I think I, I do some other fun, entertaining films and photography and whatnot um yeah
0: i'll take a look more uh the rest of them
2: yeah yeah but you know yeah it's it's (laughs) we'll 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 see what happens with this film uh you know i'm I'm just glad that people are enjoying it and uh it's you know it's a lot of fun to make (laughs) yeah and
0: um if you already uh, if we already asked you this sort of, um I apologize, but just for just a queer reference again is like, so because of you being stuck in quarantine and stuff, um, do you have like another short idea for another type of short film to do? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of thinking about maybe continuing this story arc, if there is one, you know, with this character, at least, um, because I have other toys that he can talk to. <laughs> and so I thought, you know, maybe, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of wanted to take at least like a couple days break from, from this. Cause I was really tweaking it right up into the time that I posted it, um, which was, you know, yesterday. And um, so, you know, I, I'm probably going to take it just a couple days just to kind of like, you know, whatever, because every day I was really kind of working on this having, it was like basically playing a video game, editing this together and, doing additional uh, voiceovers and stuff. So it definitely kept me busy. Um, But yeah, I'll probably do another short film. I'm very curious to know what, what's going to happen with the opening of the country, because I know California and New York are pretty hardcore. So if other States are going to be opening, I'm kind of thinking, well, is is New York going to then open? And are we just going to wait to see what happens to those other States? Are there, are there, um coronavirus victims are they going to ride like i don't know I, who what's going to happen so chromo seems to be pretty much on the ball with this i don't agree with everything that he does politically but i think he's been a good leader you know through the quarantine so i'm just curious so if things change if things open that might uh i might change my plans in terms of shooting another short film i've got other things i want to shoot that i planned on shooting before this hit so I, i'm just kind of just you know, just like everyone else, I'm just trying to figure out what's happening. But in the meantime, yeah, I'm just gonna smoke some weed, think about it, and and move forward.
0: <laughs> well, I wish you all the best, Chris, and it was a pleasure talking to you again. And I, and, you know, quarantine sunscreen definitely had us laughing for a good ten minutes. So, and I <laughs> hope everybody else enjoys it too. If they have not seen it already, and if they have seen it, hopefully it's been. Um, a good response i noticed there was like one dislike on it but probably the whole political
2: aspect if i had to guess
0: but you know what whatever
2: yeah you know when you when you post something on youtube you're gonna get and and that's fine it's it's (laughs) if you can't take people not liking your stuff then and i'm also posting this on on trump supporters um you know, website, uh, not websites, uh, Facebook pages. So it could have oh, been a Trump geez. supporter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to go into the lion's den. Um, you know, it's fine. I mean, I, I've had plenty of people not like my stuff, and thank God the majority of them do like my stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get a lot more dislikes.
0: Right. Well, I don't know if you heard Tessa, but I guess she was like, oh, you should send him some of those other um, memes. Then I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure he's already seen them.
1: The bleach <laughs> one?
0: The
1: bleach one's funny.
0: Uh, there's a lot of bleach ones, so you need to like, be more specific the than one, that. The one
1: that was, oh, where?
0: What, the bleach one when he's like doing the IV? Like that one? No,
1: the one that I posted and people were like,
0: oh, oh, oh. Out about. Yeah. Um,
1: Do not ingest bleach. No matter <laughs> what President Trump says, says everyone with a fucking brain.
0: That's <laughs> a good one. Uh, oh, man. But All right, Chris. Well, like I said, I don't want to take any more of your time. But it was a, once again a pleasure. And um, yeah, yeah so I'll have the links for com. I'll have the link for your film, of course, in the uh, description of the episode below. And everybody, make sure you to check it out. Support Indie, especially in this time of need even if you just watch it and hit that like button and um, just keep up to date with what Christopher has going on. And, you know, if you enjoyed it, write that comment. If you hated it, well, I guess write that comment too and whatever. You know, we all need to just relax. Maybe like Chris Pierce has said, smoke a bong or something and just, Relax man you got to relax chill Take a fucking
1: take a fucking chill, chill pill man. take a breath
0: Not everything yeah. can't be serious especially in this time of need because I agree. because if you uh take it too serious then you're going to be one of those type of people that's going to fall victim to the uh the, the herd I'm going to say
1: Well and, not just that if we took everything fucking seriously we'd lose our fucking minds entirely when
0: mm-hmm. we are
1: we have enough going on in the world that we're trying to keep our sanity and our fucking wits about us anyways.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And on that note, people, says, make sure you eat up some brownies. Um, <laughs> Have that special ingredient. Chill the fuck out. And make those
1: special brownies.
0: Hit those special brownies. <laughs> Bongs that you made out of teddy bear when you were like five, oh, and then just like have a good old time with those like pop that you made from nineteen ninety nine. Anyway, I, th- I
1: think essentially what Paul is saying is is go smoke a bowl or a bong. If you do, yeah. we don't personally, and go have a conversation with your teddy bear that you had since you were a kid
0: and your army men, and right. who and knows. Your,
1: your childhood toys, yes,
0: and then we'll see what type of uh pink dragon flamingo combination you'll find underneath <laughs> it's not your LSD seat.
1: for crying out
0: loud. Hey, <laughs> right. you never know, Do somebody the the might have dragons that. In the kitchen Do you see with- the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't blabber on anymore. I was and I
1: was Tessa Baker,
0: and this was the lovely guest of Christopher Wells again. Thank you, once again, Chris. Thank you. And for everybody listening, make sure you always stay scary.